Shabbat Shalom to all of you, my brothers and sisters in the faith. And praises be to our loving Yahuwah. And wherever you may be at this moment, we pray that Yahuwah be with you. For in these times of uncertainty, especially what's going on in our world right now that we live in, we cannot help but to be concerned of our lives and in our future. When we have a sense of instability all around us, we cannot help but to worry. That is why more than ever, we need to make sure that our relationship with our loving Yahuwah Abba and our Lord Yahusha is secure more than ever. So are we doing what is always right in the sight of God, my beloved brethren? And what else do we need? What else do we need to be sure of, especially now that we are close to the end? We will begin our study this morning by reading the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 31, the verse is 6. Be strong, be courageous, do not be afraid of them, for Yahuwah, your God, will be with you. He will neither fail you nor forsake you. Beloved brethren, what do we need to be sure of, especially now? that the end is near for Yahuwah, our God, to be with us. And we need to make sure of this, beloved brethren. Why? For when God is with us, it doesn't matter how little we have or how few that are with us, it will be enough. It's not about what we have, beloved brethren, but who we have in our side. And if Yahuwah God is with us, that's all that matters. For he is the difference that makes all the difference in our life. And to quote once again, the apostle Paul, in what he said to the assembly in Rome, he says, if Yahuwah is for us, who can be against us? Definitely no one, beloved brethren. So don't ever, so don't ever be afraid, but rather be strong and be courageous. For Yahuwah, our God, will never fail us nor forsake us. Now who was a great example in the Bible, whose life changed because God was with him. Let us continue our lesson by reading the book of Acts, chapter 7, verse 9 to 10. These men were very jealous of Joseph and sold him to be a slave in Egypt. But God was with him and delivered him out of all his anguish and gave him favor before the Pharaoh, king of Egypt. God also gave Joseph unusual wisdom so that Pharaoh appointed him governor over all Egypt, as well as putting him in charge of all the affairs of the palace. Whose life changed because of God was with him? Joseph. We all know the servant of God, Joseph, beloved brethren. He was one of the 12 sons of Jacob, who later on, we all know, became the 12 tribes of Israel. What happened to Joseph? He was sold to slavery in Egypt by his own brothers. Could you imagine that, beloved brethren? Sold to slavery. But who was with him? Yahuwah, our God. What happened because God was with him? From a slave servant, he becomes appointed governor of Egypt. The highest ranking officer, second only to that of the king of Egypt, the pharaoh. What must we understand about Joseph's path, though, of becoming governor, beloved brothers and sisters? Was it easy? Definitely not. It was not easy at all, as we will learn later on in our lesson. You see, brethren, sometimes Yahuwah will take us to difficult paths. 
as we are facing right now in our lives, right? Sometimes we do face uh, travel to difficult paths, but that is when the more we need to make sure of that Yahuwah is with us. What can we do if Yahuwah is with us as he was with Joseph in the land of Egypt? Here again, the book of Genesis chapter 39, verse one down to three. When Joseph was taken to Egypt by the Ishmaelite traders, he was purchased by Potiphar, an Egyptian officer, Potiphar was captain of the guard for Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. Yahuwah was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. Potiphar noticed this and realized that Yahuwah was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. What else can we do if Yahuwah is with us? We can succeed in everything. We do, no matter what situation we may be, just like Joseph, beloved brethren. He succeeded in everything, even when he was sold as a slave to Potiphar. Why? And how? Because he served well his employer, who was Potiphar, by working with all his heart. Joseph worked hard and took his job very seriously, beloved brethren, and always did what was right in the sight of God. Now, can we also apply this now in our lives to be successful like Joseph? Most definitely, beloved brethren, especially as children of God. If we work hard and take our work, school, and our businesses seriously, and always did what was right in the sight of, in the sight of God, why not? But as much as having good work ethics by working hard and being serious, what is also needed, and if anything more important, shown by Joseph. Joseph did what was right in the sight of God. And that is the key, my beloved brethren, to the young people listening today. Yes, work hard, do good in school, be serious. But remember, never forget to always do what is right in the sight of God, beloved brethren. What happened to Joseph because he did what was right? Here in Genesis chapter 39, the verse is four. Potiphar was pleased with him and made him his personal servant. So he put him in charge of his house and everything he owned. Because Joseph did what was right in the sight of God. What happened, beloved brethren? He was promoted and put in charge of everything in the house. Beloved brethren, in the faith, if we do what is always right in the sight of God, always be sincere in our motives, we can also be successful in life. Yahuwah God knows what's in our hearts. And in his own time, he will give us a success just like what he did to his servant, Joseph. But besides success, what else though can we also expect if Yahuwah is with us? Here again in the book of Genesis, chapter 39, verse 7 to 9, and the verse is 12. One day, at about this time, Potiphar's wife began making eyes at Joseph and suggested that he come and sleep with her. Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master trusts me with everything in the entire household. He himself has no more authority here than I have. He has held back nothing from me except you, 
yourself because you are his wife. How can I do such a wicked thing as this? It would be a great sin against God. She came and grabbed him by his cloak, demanding, come on, sleep with me. Joseph tore himself away, but he left his cloak in her hand as he ran from the house. What also can we expect if Yahuwah is with us? Unfortunately, beloved brethren, also expect to be tested. Tested by God. Why? You might say, why? If God is with us, why do we need to be tested, brother? You see, beloved brethren, Yahuwah, as we all know from our previous lesson, is preparing the next phase of his good plan and work in us. To be what? To be partners in his kingdom of heaven. So that is all worth it, beloved brethren, is it not? So he's completing his work in us. And what was the test of Joseph? Yahuwah permitted him to be tempted by Potiphar's, Potiphar's wife. What did he do? He had self-control and refused to sin against God. So we too must do the same, beloved brethren. So what must we do when there's temptation? Run. Why not run? Look the other way. Just as Joseph did when he was tempted. For there is a time to endure and there is a time to run. Trials you endure, beloved brethren, but temptations you run from. But what else? What else the best thing we can do when temptations come, beloved brethren? Just avoid it altogether. If we could avoid it, the better. For example, beloved brethren, if your weakness, okay? Uh, we're just saying, for example here, if your weakness is alcohol, why go to our friend's house for a party? We know they will be serving alcohol and beer right? If gambling, if gambling is your weaknesses, why go to the casino? Well, brother, I like to go there for the buffet because they have all you can eat lobster. Okay, but are you, will you be willing to be strong enough though, beloved brethren? The lobster is good, but isn't it our faith in God and our membership is more important? Of course, Temptations comes in different forms and shapes, do they not? You see, brethren, the devil, the devil also know that Yahuwah is with us, so we'll be most likely to be his target. And we all know how cunning he is. He will find our weaknesses and use it against us. But the Bible says, be strong and be courageous, beloved brother, and do not be afraid. Yahuwah knows our weaknesses, so instead of giving into them, why not pray? When you're feeling that urge, beloved brethren, to do something what is not right in the sight of God, why not pray? Pray, beloved brethren. That is our best weapon that we could always use. Pray for Yahuwah to give us strength. Meditate in his laws and commands and use them as good works in our lives. It is time, beloved brethren especially as members of the Assembly of Yahushua, it is time to really know the words of God for us to use them as our weapon to fight temptations. Isn't that what our King Yahushua used when he was tempted by the devil in the wilderness? As members of the Assembly of Yahushua, may we all take a lesson as we continue in the story of Joseph so we can also be successful in life and most important, to be considered worthy as Yahuwah's partner in his kingdom in heaven. Our lesson will now be continued
by our brother. Thank you. <clears throat> Shabbat Shalom, my beloved brothers and sisters in the faith. Uh, Joseph did well when he chose to run away uh, from temptation. We need to do the very same thing, especially now, because we know the world is so wicked and filled with evil. We need to learn when to endure and when to run. We need to run away. We need to flee opportunities to commit sin before the eyes of Yehovah Abba. However, what happened to Joseph after he ran away from temptation? Let's continue reading Genesis 39, 16 to 20. She kept the cloak with her until her husband came home. Then she told him her story. Uh, that Hebrew slave you've brought into our house tried to come in and fool around with me, she said. But when I screamed, he ran outside, leaving his cloak with me. Potiphar was furious when he heard his wife's story about how Joseph had treated her. So he took Joseph and threw him into the prison where the king's prisoners were held, and there he remained. So what happened to Joseph after running away and fleeing from temptation? She wound up in jail. How did this happen? Potiphar's wife told a different story and accused Joseph of attempted rape, perhaps, because this got the king or Potiphar really upset. Potiphar's wife said that he came on to her and that she screamed. And after she screamed, Joseph had to run away. And so because of this false story and false accusation, what happened to Joseph? He wound up in prison. Did Joseph do the right thing, brothers and sisters? Yes. But despite doing the right thing, where did he wind up in? In prison. What then do we need to understand about Yahuwah being with us? Yahuwah being with us does not mean the absence of trouble. Does not mean that. Yahuwah being with us means the opportunity to develop our godly character. You see, remember when it comes to Yahuwah being with us, Back in Deuteronomy 31, remember the first verse that we read today? Do you still remember the three commands that Yahuwah gave to his people? Because Yahuwah said, I am with you. If Yahuwah is with us, there's something that he expects from us. If you still remember Deuteronomy 31, good. If you forgot, let me remind you. What did Yahuwah say? He said, number one, be strong. He said, number two, be courageous. He said, number three, be not afraid. Be strong. Be courageous. Be not afraid. These are commands to be and not commands to do. You see, there's a difference between a command to be and a command to do. What is a command to do? It's when you are to do something. What is a command to be? It is when you need to become someone. In other words, what Yahuwah wants. If he is with us, is that we develop a godly character. Becoming strong. Becoming courageous. Becoming not afraid of the situation. This is what Yahuwah wants. If he is with us. And so he takes 
Joseph to prison. Now he has the opportunity to be strong, to be courageous, to be not afraid. And so what happens to Joseph there in prison? Let's keep reading what it says in the book of Genesis 39, 21 to 23. But Yahuwah was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. And Yahuwah made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. Before long, the warden put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners and over everything that happened in the prison. The warden had no more worries because Joseph took care of everything. Yahuwah was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. And so what happened to Joseph when he was in prison? Yahuwah was with him. Why is Yahuwah with Joseph in prison? Because Joseph did the right thing. And because Yahuwah was with him in prison, what did he feel? The love of Yahuwah Abba. It's the love of Yahuwah Abba that we feel when we do what is right, that will enable us to become strong, to become courageous, to be not afraid. And because Yahuwah was with Joseph, what did Joseph enjoy? The favor of the warden. And this is why he found him to be a delight to be with. And so what did you notice happened to Joseph in the prison? The same way he had success in Potiphar's house, Joseph had success there in the prison. Eventually, what would happen to Joseph? He would be in charge of everything inside the jail. Happily ever after, right? Is that the end of the story? Yahuwah is with Joseph in prison, and so he becomes the top guy in prison. That's a blessing of Yahuwah, yes. But Yahuwah's not yet finished with his work. Always remember, if Yahuwah's with us, he is working in us and through us to unfold the purpose of his plan. He has a plan when it comes to everything. We just have to be patiently, uh, we need to patiently endure so that we can see the completion of that plan. Yahuwah has a plan. And one thing about Yahuwah, Yahuwah was not just in the jail. The truth is the whole world is the footstool of Yahuwah. He can use anyone and anything as his instrument for the benefit of his chosen ones. This is what he did with Joseph. This is why eventually, you know what happened? The Pharaoh has a cup bearer and a baker. The baker and the cup bearer would eventually offend the Pharaoh and the Pharaoh would send them to the prison. Guess what prison they wound up at? The prison where Joseph was the one in charge. The cupbearer and the baker, what eventually happened to them in the prison? They had dreams. Guess who those dreams came from? Who fed them those dreams? Yahuwah. You see, Yahuwah's working behind the scenes. Just because we don't see Yahuwah doesn't mean he's not doing anything. He's doing so much. Anytime we are in trouble. Right now, maybe many people are concerned about what's happening in Russia, Ukraine, the, the pandemic, and so many other problems locally that we endure. Yahuwah is always at work. Look at what he does concerning Joseph. There are two people who had dreams, and they were bothered, disturbed by these dreams. Who was the one who interpreted the dreams for them? We know who it was. Who was it? Joseph. He, Joseph told the cupbearer, 
and the, uh, the baker that after three days, uh, the king is going to summon both of you. But one of you, uh, the uh, baker, is going to be killed. But the cupbearer is going to be restored to his position after three days. And so he tells the cupbearer, uh, please, once you are restored to your position as the king's chief cupbearer, please tell him about me. Tell him that I am that I'm innocent, and that I helped in, uh, that I helped you by showing you the will of Yahuwah in your dreams. And so, what happened three days later? Exactly, exactly what Joseph had said. And so they were summoned by the king, the cupbearer, and the baker. The cupbearer, the uh, baker, was killed, just like what Joseph said. And what happened to the cupbearer? He was restored to his position. So he was now toe to toe. He was right in the presence of the king. He could now tell the king, right, about Joseph. But you know what happened? The cupbearer forgot about Joseph. You know why? Because it was not yet time. You see, when it comes to the plan of Yahuwah, we have our timing and we have Yahuwah's timing. Which timing do you think is perfect? Yahuwah's timing. Sometimes we wish our timing matches the timing of Yahuwah, but it doesn't happen that way. You know why? Because Yahuwah is infinitely wise and he knows everything. And we are very limited when it comes to our ability to uh, surmise what's going to happen next. And so there's no match. And so what do we need? We need to trust in the timing, in the perfect plan of Yahuwah Abba. And so he had to wait two years. Because after two full long years, what happened to Pharaoh? The Pharaoh now has a dream. Remember the dream? What was the dream that Pharaoh had that disturbed him? That his uh, entire court could not explain to him. What was that dream about? Seven fat cows swallowed up by seven thin cows. They could not explain that dream. And so what does the cupbearer finally remember? Oh, sir, I remember this Hebrew slave in the jail. He has the wisdom to be able to interpret your dream. And so what happens? Joseph is summoned. And so as he was summoned, what happens next? Let's now read what it says in the book of Genesis 39, uh, 37, down to 42. Joseph's suggestions were well received by Pharaoh and his officials. So Pharaoh asked his officials, can we find anyone else like this man? So obviously filled with the spirit of God. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has revealed the meaning of the dreams to you. Clearly no one else is as intelligent or wise as you are. You will be in charge of my court. And all my people will take orders from you. Only I sitting on my throne and will, will have a rank higher than yours. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand and placed it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in fine linen clothing and hung a gold chain <coughs> around his neck. Amazing what Yahuwah God can do. He entered Egypt as a slave. 
he's going to come out of Egypt with a signet ring in his finger being second in command, right? How did this all happen? Because he, using the wisdom Yahuwah gave him, was able to interpret the dream that the Pharaoh had. And so as Joseph was explaining the dream, Joseph said to the king or the Pharaoh that the seven fat cows represented seven years of plenty of food, followed by seven years of famine. And so the suggestion of Joseph was to prepare for the seven years of famine. And so because he was able to interpret the dream, what did Pharaoh notice about Joseph? The Bible says it's obvious. It's so obvious that this man, Joseph, has the spirit of Yahuwah in him, that Yahuwah was with him. And so he was moved to promote him, not just to be in charge of the jail cell, right? To be in charge of the entire country. Can you imagine that? When he was with Potiphar, he was in charge of the whole household. When he was in the jail, he was in charge of the jail. Now he's in charge of what? The whole land of Egypt. Amazing things can be accomplished if Yahuwah is with us. This is what we need to learn, no matter what we're facing in our life. And so if Yahuwah is with us, what can we believe? What can we hold on to? Let's read the book of Genesis 50, verse 20. You plotted evil against me, but God turned it into good in order to preserve the lives of many people who are alive today because of what happened. The scene now takes us to Joseph having an encounter with his brothers. His brothers sold him to slavery, right, to the Midianites. Midianites sold him to Potiphar. And the brothers are surprised when they saw him. He's now like the top person in, in Egypt. And so he told his brothers, who thought he was already dead, you, did, you plotted evil against me. Or what did Yahuwah God do? The Bible says, Yahuwah, God turned it into good. Brothers and sisters, this is what Yahuwah is able to do. No matter what trouble we face in this life. I don't know. But in the past worship service lessons, didn't you notice that Yahuwah is able to do a lot in prison? Right? I mean, what did Yahuwah God do in prison where Joseph was at? He turned him into the governor of Egypt. What did Yahuwah God do in the jail cell there in Philippi? He used that as an instrument to give birth to the congregation of Philippi. What is Yahuwah God able to do in the prison cell in Rome where Apostle Paul was held? God used that as an instrument so Apostle Paul can pen. He can write the majority of the New Testament scriptures. Do you know why Yahuwah does his amazing work in the jail? Because he wants to demonstrate to us when we are weak, when we are weak, we can be what? Strong. This is why Yahuwah does not remove the trouble. Yes, Yahuwah is with us, but it doesn't mean he takes away the trouble. Why? Because the trouble is the opportunity for us to develop the commandment to be, to become what again? Strong. To become what again? 
courageous. To become what again? To be not afraid. Brethren, what are we facing now? Let us heed the command of Yahuwah. Let's be strong. Let us be courageous. Let us become not afraid. And if we do this, Yahuwah will cause the trouble into something good. You see, Yahuwah is with us. But why are we sure that Yahuwah is with us? Brethren, please listen. We have one advantage over Joseph. Do you know what that advantage is? What is the one advantage we have over Joseph? We have who? We belong to who? Yahushua. Do you know what Yahushua is also to be called in scripture? His name, his name is Yahushua, but he is also to be called Emmanuel. Have you heard of that word before or that name before? Emmanuel. This Yahushua, this son of God is to be called Emmanuel. What does Emmanuel mean? It means God with us. You know why? Because when Yahushua offered himself, he Yahuwah tore down the separation between the holy place and the most holy place. When Yahushua redeemed us with his blood, he brought us close to who? The Father. This is why Emmanuel, he is to be called Emmanuel. Because for those who belong to Yahushua, Yahuwah is with us. Do you believe that, brethren? Yahuwah is with us. And so now we can become strong, courageous, and not be afraid. But what, what does Yahuwah want all of us to know? Because he is, in fact, with us, even in the midst of our troubles. Let's read the final passage. But before we read the final passage of our studies today, I do wish that after the worship service is finished today, I would like you to memorize the first verse that we studied today, Deuteronomy 31.8, and this last verse. What we're going to study today, Zephaniah 3.17. Let's read Zephaniah 3.17. This is what it says. Yahuwah, your God, is with you. He is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. You see, this is how Yahuwah looks at us now because of Yahushua. This is a prophecy in Zephaniah pertaining to us who belong to Yahushua. Because Yahushua is who we are now, is our identity now. When Yahuwah looks at us, Yahuwah says, I'm with you. Because Yahuwah is with us, what can we hope? He will be mighty to save. Brethren, what prison are you presently enduring? What hardship or trouble or predicament or dilemma or hardship or poverty or sickness? What are we facing now? What are you facing now? Let us be strong and courageous and not be afraid. But how can we do that? Believe. Meditate on this passage. Yahuwah says, I'm with you, my son. I'm with you, my daughter, and I am mighty to save. When it says that I am mighty to save, it includes everything that we are facing in this life, and especially in the life that is to come. 
How can we believe? How can we endure? How can we be strong and courageous? The Bible says, because I am with you. Yahuwah says, he will quiet you with his love. Believe that this is what Joseph felt in the prison. Yahuwah's love quieted or gave him rest or peace of mind. Because he manifested his love in him. How much does Yahuwah love us? The Bible says he will take great delight in you. How much delight he will rejoice over you with what? It's singing. Can you imagine? Yahuwah singing for you? That's how much he delights in you? Brothers and sisters, how many people do you know of who love you so much and delight so much to be with you that they will sing with joy when they see you? That is Yahuwah. When he sees us, he loves us and is moved with great joy to see us. And this is what he wants us to know. Even and especially in the midst of our deep troubles in life. Yahuwah loves us. Yahuwah loves us. And he will save us. Only be strong. Be courageous. And do not be afraid. Delight yourself in Yahuwah Abba. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, thank you so much. You move our hearts to great joy when we think about how much you love your people. We are undeserving the manifestations of your grace, undeserving of your great and unfailing love, your message for us to be strong, to be courageous, to not be afraid, comes at a perfect time. We know these commands to be only make sense when we face tribulation in life. And so we will remember, meditate upon your word. We will remember that you will quiet us with your love. You will comfort us with singing. You love us so much. And this gives us great hope. This gives us great courage. Father, we need you. Manifest your life. Look throughout the world. Members of your people scattered abroad, different places. But today we are gathered as one. Look upon us now. Sing your great song of delight. May we feel your presence. When we feel your presence, we find great strength that enables us to endure patiently. Father, work out your plan in our life. We don't know the specific details of what you have in store, specifically on our behalf, but we know you are at work. Teach us to trust in your timing. When we pray to you, we believe you listen. We believe that you are doing something. Though we are undeserving, this is why it is your unfailing love. Father, thank you so much. Remember and bless the people we love. Bless our children that they will grow strong in faith and have fellowship with you 
to become strong, to overcome fear. Oh, Yahusha, our King and Messiah, we need you. You are Emmanuel. Because of you, God is with us. Because God is with us, we know you provide that peace. You provide that comfort in times of pain and sorrow that we can remain standing, to become strong, to become courageous like you. Be with us every day. Heal us of our sicknesses, including heartaches that are not physical, but emotional. May you heal us completely of our wounds and strengthen us every day. Father, bless your people throughout the world. Prepare us for our religious festivals. May you fill us with your spirit, loving Abba. May we feel your presence daily in our life. We believe, Father, that you have listened to our prayers. You have blessed each and every one of us. For we ask everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen. unfailing love and tender mercies overshadow us. The memory and peace of Yahusha HaMashiach strengthen us and the constant companionship of the Ruach Dash be with all of us now and forever. Amen. Brothers and sisters, so just a few reminders. Uh, number one, let us